China is making us all baddie. And the there is just some sick garbage happening in Iowa. And I have a feeling that I have a feeling that this is the beginning of the end for the United States and we need to talk about it. So also I'm making some changes to the podcast. I'm making some changes to my formats. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So I, I told you I was going to be making some changes. I am. I am no longer doing YouTube videos. I found out that you know what? I just can't handle them. I, I'm spending so much. I work for a living. Sorry, folks. And YouTube, for some reason, I, no one can find my video casts unless I post the actual link. Um, that never happened before. Kind of bothers me. I also have been nailed on YouTube for a couple of things. I'd rather just do the. I'd rather just do the podcast. the The podcast will still be uploaded to YouTube. Those are all there, but. Eh, I, let's just have some fun with it. I, I'm actually doing this for a reason. But also, I think one of the things that I'm going to get out of this, I'll be able to do far more um, every day. And I think that's going to be important. I need to get used to talking in front of the microphone. Now, I know this is my 120-some-odd podcast, but uh, the reality is it's, it's still nerve-wracking for me, and maybe I'm going to get nervous for the rest of my life. Uh, the other thing I'm going to do that's going to be a little different, especially in the last couple few weeks, month maybe, uh, I'm going to shorten these up. Which means if I have to, if I have to actually go in and cut off news stories, I'm going to do that. And so, because I want to keep them at 30 minutes, it seems like everyone likes that so much. So the first thing we need to talk about is those friggin' bats I or snakes who knows I have no idea but the coronavirus that is a big deal I okay maybe it's a big deal we'll talk about that later but the coronavirus virus is out there it's bad um so far uh the coronavirus started in Wuhan China I hope I pronounced that, Wuhan, China. It's killed about 164 so far. Uh, victims are closing in on 7,000. So there are about 7,000 infected. The city, the city has been quarantined by China, which worries me a little bit. Maybe I'll talk to you in a few minutes about that. And the United States and other countries are now contemplating stopping traveling to and from China. As a matter of fact, British Airways has already said they will not stop. The United States is still mulling it to this point, so it's not been done yet. So far, there have been five reported cases in the United States. All those infected were in China. They were, and they flew back. They have been quarantined, uh, and no deaths have occurred in the United States. Uh couple little notes here. A plane filled with Americans who were trying to evacuate China uh, jumped on a plane. They traveled to Alaska. They were checked in Alaska. They were found not to have it. And then they were sent to Riverside, California, where they will be uh, quarantined for 
for about probably three weeks. Now, there's a reason they have to be quarantined for at least two weeks, and that's why they've gone to three weeks, is that the incubation period for this virus is between two and 14 days. And there is minimal, minimal contact that needs to be made before this virus actually takes effect. That's scary. It's actually quite, fa- well, I mean, it's kind of scary. It, 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 it takes effect really quickly. Um, but here's another news. Uh, today it was announced. Today is Thursday. So Thursday it was announced that uh, a cruise ship was actually stopped. It's stuck at port. And all 7,000 people aboard the cruise ship are now stuck on that cruise ship for at least two more weeks because coronavirus was found on that cruise ship. Now, you would think, okay, you're stuck on a cruise ship. That's awesome. No, they're stuck in their staterooms. And the reason they're stuck in their staterooms, they can't even go to the buffets or anything like that. The reason they're stuck in the staterooms is if you happen to have the coronavirus, they don't want to spread it out. So you can see this is going absolutely crazy. Um, Right now, face masks, the little masks you see a lot of people wearing over their face, uh, they are also running running on a shortage of those. Even though the World Health Organization, the CDC, um, also said that, well, um, those actually don't help much. Uh, So right now, we've got some real issues. San Francisco has decided to create a quarantine center at the San Francisco airport, just in case. So you can see everyone is flying off the handle because of this virus. Um, There is a... uh, But here's the thing. So what is coronavirus? Okay. What is it? No one knows what it is. Coronavirus is a group of viruses that can cause, that are caused by, coronavirus is a virus that is caused by diseases in mammals and other birds. Uh, Basically, this virus, they're not really sure. And we got to be careful with this because it's not necessarily what it is. And you'll understand when I say that. Now, no, I'll bring it up now. Here's the thing. Most of the time, it is in mammals or birds. Uh, the SARS virus was a pig and a bat. Somehow, a pig ate a bat. The viruses mutated, and you had SARS. Okay. Mad cow disease is the same way. Now, this virus, it's not one virus. It's actually a group of viruses that kind of clumped together. That's what SARS is and the other one, MERS. They can be lethal. Now, what makes this virus a little different? They're not really sure where it came from. Right now, it's between two animals, bats or snakes. So they're not really sure. This virus affects both both humans and animals. 
In cows, it may cause diarrhea. In chickens, it may cause upper respiratory disease. Why is that important? It's important because we eat cows and we eat chickens. And that can transfer the virus. There aren't any vaccines for it. And I'm going to get into that a little bit later. And there are no antiviral drugs for it because it is that new. Now, this virus is special because it is actually mutating, which means it's changing. Um, there, At first, it seemed like it was a direct contact. It was a bodily fluid exchange or something like that. Now they're saying that you don't even have to be even near the person to actually catch it. So it, its contaminants is actually growing. And so it is very easy to catch. The name coronavirus is, de, de, uh, is derived from the Latin word corona, which means crown or halo, uh, which refers to the characteristics is characteristic appearance of the virus particles or virons. By the way, this is all from Wikipedia. You can look it up. I'm actually quoting these folks. Um, there's a fringe reminiscence of a royal crown on the uh, actual uh, virus itself. That's not a good thing because what that actually means is that the virus probably has something that will allow it to connect to other cells or other um, viruses, proteins, things like that. So that's not a good thing. It seems like the World Health Organization today said that this was a this is a world outbreak right now. We have a world outbreak. It is beginning to spread. They have a, a map out there that shows how it's going. Uh, 164 people died. You're approaching 10,000 people who are infected in China. Okay. But here's the big question. Do we really have something we need to worry about? Well, yeah, probably a little bit, but not completely. The coronavirus is a flu. SARS was the flu. It was just a flu that we did not have any we didn't have any way of countering. For example, you go and you get a flu shot and the flu shot is supposed to take care of the flu. Yeah, that's the same idea. We don't have a flu shot for coronavirus. Does that mean you should ignore coronavirus when you get it? No. Here's the thing with viruses like, and by the way, they're clumps of viruses. When you're dealing with clumps of viruses like SARS or coronavirus, they really attack your respiratory system. Coughing, sore throat. And unlike a lot of uh, unlike a lot of other um, flus out there, they're aggressive at it and it's very hard to stop. So who is at risk of being of being threatened as far as their life with the coronavirus. It's typically young kids and uh, the elderly. That's what it is. 
Uh, middle-aged people, well, I'm not middle-aged anymore, so yeah, I'd be threatened with coronavirus. Typically not going to, they'll be able to have the bodily functions to fight it. As a matter of fact, um, the 100, now it's, I think it's 200 right now, people in China who died um, were actually elderly. So it, it it's not going to be the kind of flu. And by the way, you can catch a flu that we do have. Uh, immunizations for and still die so it, it, it you gotta you gotta take it easy when it comes to panicking about the corona for example what i think san francisco did was completely overdone i you're creating you are taking up space for a disease that doesn't really isn't really been seen in the united states so that's one yeah Let's just not panic over this whole thing. And we're talking in a country of close to a billion and a half people, 132 had died. 6,000 have the disease. The other thing I want to point out is that 132 people died in China. Five people have the coronavirus in the United States, and it will go up. There's going to be more. No question, there's going to be more. But none of the five people have died. Here's the thing. China does not... Wuhan is not exactly a huge city. It's a big city. But it's not a huge city. China doesn't have the healthcare system we do. And the reality is, this is the flu. That's all it is. It's the flu. It just has a mutation we don't understand yet. And to panic... If I get, for example, you know what? I'll sit in the same room with someone who's got the um, coronavirus. I, I wouldn't worry that much about it. I would just make sure I had a doctor's appointment right away. That's all. Of course, if you have um, uh, centralized health care, you're not going to get a doctor. And that's probably why a lot of people have died over there. So it, right now with my doctor, he's a block and a half away. He paid, I'll get a doctor's appointment. And by the way, that's a lie. I would not sit in a room with someone with coronavirus, even though how much time I want off doesn't mean I want to catch this terrible flu. And, and SARS was the same way, by the way. I think you had one or two elderly people that died in the United States. No, actually, I take it back. I don't think anyone died of SARS in the United States because it was the flu. Take care of yourself. Eat food. Drink clean water. Um, you'll be fine. Yeah, they don't have that in China. So do I think we need to worry about this big deal that is the coronavirus? No, I don't. I don't think we have anything to worry about. And I think we just need to get over it relax. That doesn't mean everyone doesn't have to worry about it in the United States. Older people, yeah, they have to worry about it. Children, yeah, they have to worry about it. But And, and to a point, but here's the problem. This is the something that Bernie Sanders won't mention. I And if I were Donald Trump, I'd mention it. We already have the healthcare system that can take care of it. We can take care of people. Minimal losses. Like, if a thousand people have the coronavirus tomorrow, maybe one or two will die? 
and those people will already be susceptible to that. So I think we need to calm down with the coronavirus. I think the people in China should worry because they actually don't have a healthcare system that's there for them. I think Europe should worry because Europe really has a, a socialized healthcare system and they don't care. Me, I don't worry about it because I can go to my doctor. I can walk to my doctor's uh, office, get a, an appointment. And I did that. I, hey, I need a checkup. Two days later, I had a doctor's appointment. Go in, give them my 10 bucks, get fixed. We're good. So let's just not get crazy because China has issues that we don't necessarily have. I hate this next story. I find it to be a very disturbing story. And I think this is something that will get Trump elected. There was a, a convicted child molester named Joseph Math Matthew Smith, uh, a 23-year-old. He's going to be released for prison despite sexually abusing and raping 15 children including a one-year-old. Why, you might ask? You may say. The reason is because he is a transgender. He is taking hormones, uh, estrogen, I guess, to change himself. And um, Joseph, who is now calling himself Josie, has begun the process of transitioning into a woman. Now, the brilliance of the state of Iowa, that's where the guy's from, if I didn't mention that, has decided that because of his hormone treatment, he is no longer a threat to society and offend again, so he should be released. Now, let's put a, let's put a, italicized on release. He's not really being released, but he will be. So the state has basically said a preliminary report prepared by the state's expert, Dr. Jeffrey Davis, says Smith molested as many as 15 victims ranging from the ages of 1 to 13 before being sentenced to prison in December 2015. Now, I want to mind you, when we're talking about molested, he raped a couple of them. And I'm going to throw something else at you. He raped both boys and girls. So, let's not, let's not say molested means I touched someone. This guy actually is a rapist. He is a bad person. So, I'll continue. The report found the likelihood of reoffending within five years of release exceeded 20% because victims were of both genders, there you go, and because Smith was under the age of 25 and never had a long-term relationship. Victimhood number one. Okay, there's victimhood one, number one. Continuing, quote, Mr. Smith has not had an inmate intimate relationship. His sexual encounters appear to have primarily involved molestation, including his own molestation, victimhood number two, by multiple perpetrators. Where did they get that? 
uh, or his victimization of others. So where did they get that? He was victimized by others. So where, where'd they hear that? Did they have any evidence that someone get thrown out there? Here's the thing with evil people. They lie. So this Dr. Jeffrey Davis is basically saying that, oh, well, he was victimized. And I guarantee you it was based not on investigation. It was based on what this freaking Smith said. So Smith received a transgender treatment for his last two years at uh, Newton Correctional Facility, paid for by the state because you can't have cruel and unusual punishment, which is weird because being a pervert is not the state's fault. So it's not cruel or unusual punishment to make him stay in the prison. But the prison decided that they were going to um, give him hormones and start using the pronouns, okay, which is they here, which I think is absolutely asinine. I'll point it out when I hear it, when you hear it. Iowa Attorney General Spokesman Lynn Hicks says, by the way, you notice they don't put spokeswoman because these people don't see the difference. We don't believe we have evidence sufficient to prove Josie Smith, Joseph, has a significant chance of reoffending. We'll get there. Josie Smith will be subjected to a strict sex offender reporting required to, of those who commit the crimes they did. What she means is he did. Or maybe it's not a she. Maybe it's what he did. Or he says. Or maybe it's not what... Well, wait a minute. We're talking about... I'm getting confused. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Lynn Hicks. Maybe Lynn Hicks is not a he or a she. Maybe she's a they. You you get it? Craziness. They'll... They'll means Joseph. Because you can't use he will... By the way, it's he will, it's not they'll or we'll. Be subjected to supervision for the rest of their life. Rest of his life. Are we insane? Okay, we're going to keep going. The report recommended Smith to be confined to the Cherokee Civil Commitment Unit for Sex Offenders in Cherokee for an indefinite period of time. Which basically means is, and by the way, I... I got this from the Daily Wire, so I am quoting some things. What that basically means is they're going to keep him in prison for the rest of his for the rest of his time that he's supposed to be there. Not the point. This is a bad thing. But this does raise a ton of questions. The first question I have is, has he really served his time? Isn't he in prison not only to be rehabilitated? but to be punished for his crimes? And it's been five years. Has he actually served the right time in those five years to earn himself a cushy bed in a mental hospital? What about his victims? Don't they have a say about all this thing? I mean, you're talking 15 victims that we know of. 
We don't even know. 15, it may be far more victims. Isn't Iowa re-victimizing the victims by releasing him because he's decided to call himself a woman and have his genitals mutilated? The last question is, who the hell said that hormone-treated treatment cures any anyone of deviant behavior? How do we know that Joe is going to be, and it bothers me his name's Joe because that's my son's, my former son's, he's gone, but former son's name. What makes him think that's going to happen? This piece of crap molested both boys and girls. He molested a one-year-old. I don't know what he did to the one-year-old, so I'm not even going to kind of guess here. I don't want to guess. What makes you think that you, you pump a little extra estrogen in him? Oh, he's going to be better. We've already seen the chemical castration doesn't work. So what what exactly is happening here? I will take one more step, and this step is controversial. This is one of the reasons why I can't do the YouTube thing, because the YouTube thing... They don't like this crap. The fact that this guy wants to go from being a man to a woman just proves he's still a deviant. He's still sick. And he's never going to get better. And he's going to have those urges. And he's going to hunt for kids. He's going to be a predator for the rest of his piece of crap life. This brings us to another. This brings us to something else. What is the left doing to our country? What is going on? They are constantly dismantling our laws, letting pieces of crap like this guy out, letting rapists and murderers out, letting... So, you know, I tell you what, let's let's just go over it. So let's look at what the left is actually doing to our country. Thank God. Maybe I need to move in Texas. That way I don't got I don't get some transsexual rapist murderer walking into my place and killing me and raping my dead corpse. I don't know. Maybe that's what I need to do because in Texas they don't deal with this crap. So, open borders and sanctuary cities. Texas uh, today I heard a comment that Texas is the highest has the highest rate of human trafficking. Do you know why? It's the border. Abbott, the governor Abbott of Texas has said, well, yeah, we've got an open border. We can't just throw these people back, which they can now. We don't have a wall. We can't stop them. And these coyotes are the ones that are trafficking these little girls so they could pay for their trip into the United States. California doesn't have that problem. Do you know why? California has a wall. (laughs) We actually block people in California. ICE is at the border patrol is actually sitting at the border waiting for people to cross. And then what happens is, per the Trump uh, policy, they send them back. Even Mexico has started deporting people from Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras because they don't want to take care of them. 
Sanctuary cities are another problem. Sanctuary cities, they arrest these violent criminals, rapists, murderers, whatever. And these people are put up, a hold is put on them by ICE. And then they let them go so that ICE doesn't arrest them. I have a buddy who, and this is a true story, who got into a car who was hit by an illegal alien in California. And his truck was destroyed. He had, he was injured. And of course, the illegal alien didn't have a license. He didn't have insurance. The police said, we got to let him go. That's California. That's happening in sanctuary cities. That's our thing. Eliminating law. Eliminating order. Drug legalization. When did it seem like it was a good idea to legalize pot? I'm sorry, pot is a drug. And a lot of the, the, the pot, I, I have arguments for this and I have personal reasons. I won't bring them up because I, I just want the argument. It is a gateway drug. They can say it's not a gateway drug. I don't care. It is. Why legalize it? We In California, we've been spending about 20 to 30 years trying to get rid of cigarettes. Now you want to bring in pot? We actually tried to uh, make alcohol illegal. Now you want to bring in pot? And what's next? You legalize pot. What's that? Cocaine? Crack? Meth? Heroin? Stop. Again, what was once illegal, it, they're just defying law and order and making our people stupid at the same time. Abortion. Even when the baby is born through a failed abortion, that's, A, it's murder from conception. But now it is murder. Pure, unadulterated, systemic murder. That baby is born because you, you messed up the abortion. You've committed murder. But that's being accepted. No more cash bail. New York and California. So a violent criminal who has limited means because he's a violent criminal, of course, he's not working if he's raping and murdering people or he is carrying a gun while he's drug trafficking, doesn't have to go through bail because he's considered poor. Are you kidding? New York's already had three or four cases where the people have gotten out of prison and murdered, out of jail, excuse me, and murdered because they didn't have to pay bail. Drug traffickers are laughing about it. The reason we have monetary bail is to make sure that people actually show up to court. And bail is based on your the money that you have. So a guy who's worth $10 million is going to have a substantially higher bail than a guy who's got a net value of $25,000 or $10,000 or whatever. Or doesn't make any money. It's insane. 
So all I have to do is get arrested, and I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did it, whatever. And take bail, and then they skip bail. Because here's the thing. Criminals do criminal things. Getting caught has to be important. It's not anymore. It doesn't mean crap. Demonization of the police and the calls for the elimination of ICE. Law enforcement is not allowed to, be, to enforce the law. They don't want law. The left does not want law. So these guys, they can't do anything. They're, they're stuck. And then when we get to Antifa and Black Lives Matter, which is the next point, they the police in Washington, the police in California, feel like, well, we can't do anything. We can't arrest these people. Look at what's happening in the homeless problem. The police... Some guy could be pissing in front of a store and there is, and the owner has no rights. As a matter of fact, now there are laws coming out that the owner has to clean it up. It's disgusting. Finally, the embrace of, ter- of American terrorist groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is kind of losing their, their, their hook, but Antifa's not. Antifa has basically shut down Washington. I I, I got to tell you, the big problem here is intersection. And, and, and Antifa is a group that I pay my taxes, I, I do everything right, and now I can't cross the street because I got a freaking thug with a bat in front of me because he doesn't like Trump? Come on, folks. Jesus. There is this embrace of intersectionality and wokeness that pushes this crap. It's got to stop. Basically, this Hicks, the the attorney general of Iowa, believes that this guy, this Smith guy, and he's not a woman. He's a predator. Believes that this Smith guy is a victim because not only is he a person of color, but he's also a transsexual. He's not not for you with that. You ignore the fact that he's victimized other people. In the past few weeks, I've heard some very scary statements from the left and not people who do not get attention. We're going to talk about socialism and communism and true tyranny soon. I want to see what happens in the Iowa caucuses. The Iowa caucuses. Because right now, Bernie Sanders, who is a decrepit old communist, absolute communist, he's not even a... Anyone who sits there and says he's a democratic socialist, they're full of crap. He's a pure communist. He's a tyrannical leader is looking like he might win the nomination for the President of the United States, and that is terrifying. We're going to play some audio clips from his supporters, (coughs) including Alexandria, excuse me, (coughs) including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and a bunch of his, his site leaders. 
And I think we should actually be scared. Now, do I think Bernie Sanders is going to win? No, not at all. If he gets elected, Bernie Sanders loses. Trump carries himself better. Bernie Sanders is just, he's kind of a creep and he's already had a heart attack. I'm not even sure Bernie Sanders gets through the election period without dropping dead. But not the point. Hopefully he drops dead before, oh, I shouldn't say, I, I won't say that. I'll take that back. But... I'm also going to bring up some books that need to be read. Specifically, the book is Brave New World by Alex Huxley. This is probably the most important book. I'm actually thinking of modernizing this book and publishing it on Amazon because it is that important a book. If you compare what happened in that book to what is actually happening today, You'll sit back and say, oh my God. We're heading in the wrong direction of this country. It is scaring the crap out of me. And it's time for us to stand up and say, no, no, we're not going to do it. And we are. But we need to do more. And we need to actually start voicing our discontent and support for the Constitution. So, okay, I've got a little bit long. I, I want to keep it these to under 30 minutes, but this was important stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You will find the links and any video or pictures I might have, not for this podcast. You can download or listen to this podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs> <laughs>